podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Curtis, thanks so much for your time. It feels like quite an opportune time to actually catch up with you at the moment for an episode we're calling simply How to Defend. Because as it stands, we're in the October international break. I know there's a lot of football still to be played, but right now you're part of the joint best defence in the championship. I mean, forget the current circumstances and where Derby are. You must be really pleased with that on a personal level. Um, Yeah, you have to obviously take pride in it as a defender particularly as a centre-half you take pride in clean sheets and clearances and headers and blocks and things like that um, but sometimes you know sometimes they're in vain you can you can block 10 shots in a game and 11th goes in but the fact we're managing to see out the clean sheets um, is fantastic but I know it's cliche but it's, it's a collective it's because of the way we're playing this year in terms of we're organised so when we do lose the ball even though we're a team that are trying to play a possession game when we do lose the ball, we're in a better position to recover. Um, whereas I think, you know, in, in the previous regime, maybe we became a bit too open when we we played the ball. So, you know, maybe we had a lot of possession, but as soon as we lost the ball, we were very vulnerable. Whereas this year, we're, we're in a much better structure and I think that's what's helping. But obviously, the odd block and the odd header along the way doesn't doesn't uh, go too bad either. Do you, do you see yourself playing the whole season? Do you, do you reckon you can get, you know, keep it going, go for the whole 46 games? I'd like to think so. I'm a like, I'm. If you look at my career, um, I've been unfortunate to have a few long-term injuries, but I've never been a niggly person. Um, you know, I've had three Achilles injuries. I've had a shoulder. I've had a broken foot twice. Um, so I've had a few long ones, but actual niggle injuries. I think I had a, a calf when I was at Hull, which was maybe three weeks. I had a, a nerve thing here um, at the start of Frank Lampard's campaign which was about four or five weeks but nothing that that has ever been significant or nothing that's reoccurred it's just been unfortunate that I seem to get the knockout blows um, during my career so that's why it doesn't to me it doesn't surprise me that I've played all the games um, the big thing was for me to to get fit first and foremost try and get myself into the team and uh, and once I'm in there try and keep my place and, and I'm happy that I'm in there, I'm I'm doing well and and long may it continue. I think if you ask most Derby fans what was Curtis Davis's best game in, in a Derby shirt, they'd probably point to one game that season. Is is yeah, do you think you can tell me what it is? Fulham first leg. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. You know it. But it, it was there for a reason, you know. I, I was at that game myself and obviously the job that he did on on Alexandra Mitrovic was was a really good one. Kept a clean sheet, kept out basically the best striker in the league on that day and it sounds like you know you have similar fond memories of it yourself although obviously we, we lost a second leg but mm-hmm. talk us through the sort of work that you did on on him beforehand like what was the, the process of working out how to handle a player like him I think with Mitrovic it was simple that um it's cat and mouse basically he's he's a big strong centre forward and can move it on both feet and, and can shoot from the edge of the box so it's about like I say, 
keeping him guessing. If you get right up against him and try and wrestle him, like I said, when you become experienced, you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses. And if he's a big, strong boy and you want to try and wrestle him, he'll win. <laughs> so you need to play cat and mouse. You need to get tight once. And then the next time if, if he tries to feel you nick in front, you intercept it. Um, and it's just, a, like I say, just trying to keep him guessing. And then the more he's looking for you, you've won. Because the striker should never have to look for you. It should be the defender that's worrying where the, the striker is. Once the striker starts worrying where you are, um, you've won. That was a small section of our latest Patreon special episode. Our exclusive, in-depth technical chat with Rams defender Curtis Davis. You can hear the full interview by signing up as a SBW patron over at patreon.com forward slash Steve Bloomers washing. We appreciate we are asking you to pay for this content, but we really believe that the membership is worth it. You can claim a free pint and a snack from any Derby Brewing Co pub just for signing up as a welcome gift. You can win a three-course Christmas dinner on us worth £100 by entering our private fantasy football league. There's more behind-the-scenes content and discussion on our Discord server, and you can listen to our previous Patreon specials like this one, where Jamie Ward told us about the 10 men win over Nottingham Forest 10 years ago. I know how much it, it means to the club and it means to the fans. So it's it's always great to to be able to score in a local derby, especially in the in the situation that we was in in that game. As you've already mentioned, we went down to 10 men within the first minute, backs against the wall all game. So even if we'd have drew that, we'd have been absolutely delighted. But to go on and win that game was was incredible. And like I say, after going down one 0 so early, it was a it was a case of oh no, here we go. It could be an absolute route, but no, we we showed good character. Or this one, where Sky Sports commentator Daniel Mann spoke about his favourite moments in the gantry at Pride Park. There are commentators who, you know, are very prominent, who do do prepare for scenarios. So they've got so they've got a button to press, and yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I'll say that. I mean, I've done that in the past when I was, uh, let's be honest, a bit less confident in what I was doing. But whenever I did do that, I always found that it didn't quite fit. I probably fly a little, do a bit of a sort of high wire act in a way, and that I write nothing, um, even even for an intro. Um, I just follow what's on the screen, which is what you should do, really. You should, the words should should fit the pictures you're seeing. But in that moment, that was, I mean, I could have, I could have probably said any number of things that would have been all right, but but that's kind of what had happened. <laughs> so so, 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 the, so the, that, that sort of bell went off in my head. Well, he's come out of the wilderness and he's he's gone on to the score sheet, hasn't he? So head over now to patreon.com slash Steve Bloomers watching today to join in the fun, get exclusive SBW pods and help support independent fan content for good measure. Thank you. 